0: Voice that I really don't recognize. I'm told by the doctors I just have to stop talking if I am to recover my voice. So, however hard that is for me, that's what I'm doing. I couldn't record a podcast this week for reasons that are now pretty obvious, but we didn't want to leave you with nothing. So, what we did was we found a really old sort of podcast thing that I pioneered and did a few years ago. So we're going to talk with a voice from the grave. Namely, this is me one night with a single microphone in Christopher Hitchens's dining room after dinner. You can hear us occasionally drinking. You can hear him smoking, but it was constant talking about a whole range of things, including religion, which of course was one of Hitch's main obsessions. With any luck, I will be able to speak enough next week to have a a podcast. We're planning to talk to Richard Reeves, who's written a fascinating new book, about men and boys but until then here is my intro to the discussion that i had with hitchens and if you have some time it's kind of interesting though not i confess the highest quality but definitely a higher quality than my voice right now thank you all for listening thanks for your well wishes i just have to be patient and shut the fuck up
1: for a while I'll see you all next week. Thanks. A while back, which I think means 2006 in this case, I thought it would be a cool idea to do online what no one had really been able to do on television, which is have extended, casual, spontaneous conversations over drinks, after dinner, in a relaxed setting where we might be able to talk about things more honestly and candidly than you get to do in a segment on a television show or even an interview on radio. So the first person I thought of was Hitchens. And we recorded a long, sprawling two-hour conversation about war, peace, Iraq, politics, and then of course Christopher's long, relentless crusade against my religious faith, which I had tolerated for many years with great equanimity because I love Christopher and still do, and think most of his critiques of religion were dead on, except that he of course was missing the entire point. The audio is terrible because I did it years ago with just a simple microphone on a dining table. So you'll have to forgive some of the echoes and muffles and mumbling. So welcome to a late night conversation. Imagine yourself after dessert, after a lot of wine, some champagne, hitches on his Johnny Walker black. I am parrying his disquisitions. A conversation we had eight years ago and will never be able to have again. Enjoy. Yes, it's going to you, you prefer we weekend? No, 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 I'm just, I'm, I, I, I should have some wine as well.
2: Of course. What color would you like? Would you like a little. uh, If
1: this is okay, I just need to get a glass. Sure. The OSHA conference was 11. The reason I didn't get around to tell you was because my dissertation basically was about his theory of practice. And there were hints and guesses in his early work, his very later work, he was actually interested in religion as part of practical life. He didn't think of it as a sense of. It was philosophy, which was beyond. But religion was actually a way of living in the world. It was a way of overcoming yes. the deadliness of during that you put it, and enables you to have some sort of sublime acquiescence to it. And I I was a bit tiny Charlotte, and I read for my dissertation everything in the room. And it was my fifth chapter. I hadn't written when I went to see him, because I wanted the fifth chapter beyond religion. And this is why I'm so... This conflict is so exciting, because almost everything, a lot of what he discovered since he died, is he just didn't publish it. Oh, I've reversed. But the reason that you, you reminded me of him was because I said to him, it's a very difficult subject to bring up with somebody. And I said, you know, you, you seem to talk of Christianity as one of the critical elements of Western civilization. A big a big fan of Augustine, hugely interested and influenced by him. And he said, well, my problem is Christianity has always been salvation. He said, after all, who would want to be saved? <laughs> it was very much like this. Right. Yes, exactly.
2: Well, it's also like being of the devil's party. And uh, all of these things, I mean, what puts one off is the thought that it could be true. Which I think is, in a way, the final condemnation of religion. Is that people, when they contemplate its victory, can't stand it. It's, it's much better as a private consolation or faith against the material world and its... That's that,
1: is, that and, is what...
2: And, so also what Donald Dennett is effectively saying. is that it, it has its utility and it won't, can't possibly die out or let alone be repressed. But the, the, the real, the actual claims it makes as a church as a are, are not as false
1: but sinister. Really. It's, I think that what he would say and what right. I would say is that what's sinister is the, abs- is, the, is the deployment of dogma as certain. If, if one thinks Lessing and Oakshott's sort of view of Christianity, which is ultimately God is unknowable, <laughs> that then, is, don't do know. Then, then we cannot know. Yeah, or what we can know, we will hold with a certain humility and provisionality. <laughs> I mean, one can know, for example, the Gospels exist and they represented a human being. Whose life can be either honoured or dishonoured? Or to so, yes, you can. But the further
2: implication of this is, if you if you admit or concede or even claim that it's unknowable, then the first group to be eliminated from the argument are those who claim to know. Yes. Because they must be wrong. Yes. Well, that that lets off quite a lot of people at the first floor of the argument long before the elevators started moving. Yes, or downwards. I mean, it's. Those who say they know say that they know well enough to know what God wants you to read, right? Or who He wants you to speak with or not? They they, they, they must be
1: wrong. That is proof itself that they are wrong. Yes,
2: and as well as being impossibly arrogant, coming in the disguise of modesty, of humility, simplicity. I'm just a humble person doing God's work. No excuse me. You must be either humble or doing God's work. You can't know what God's work would be. Right? Don't don't try your modesty on me. Right. And once one's made that elimination, then everything else becomes more or less simple. My problem, but it still only begins. That.
1: It's still religion.
2: But it's still a religion, or maybe a faith or a cult. Yeah, faith. But okay. my problem begins only when that's out of the argument. We agreed with that nonsense. I'd say, well, that is nonsense. But then, then one can start arguing and say, well, I would say it would be wrong to wish it were true. In other words, those who tell me, if only you would be accepting you'd see that the prophet muhammad brought a final revelation which means no improvement why would i want that to be true right there's no need for any further discussion maybe right. they tell me with bright eyes looking at me if you only you'd be so
1: happy if you'd agree well they would be so miserable but well, the truth is that they are well, well the truth is a certain kind of person is deliriously yeah. happy upon hearing that so persuading himself that he is, that he saved. I mean, the, 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 empirically, the experience of the saved is unquestionably deliriously happy.
2: Yes, but why are people trying to drive one towards the position of Ayn Rand? And thus to regard religion as a crutch for the pitiful and the inadequate, and the you know, those who have no real mind and no personality in the, Who must well, depend. Could a certain form of... A a certain form form of, of That's what they're, they're claiming, yes, that Ayn Rand is right.
1: Well, they're, no, they're not. They're saying that a certain kind, they're, they're being more complicated than that, they're saying that a certain kind of religion is like that, and appeals. In the same way that secular religions, I mean, ideologies of various sorts, dispense with people's need to figure things out for themselves. Well, look, no, they do. Is a, I mean, you know.
2: Well, or abolish, claim for human to abolish the need again. Hateful. Not, one can't be neutral about it, one can't to say it's wrong. One has to say that it's, it's a wicked thing to desire. I mean, why would anyone want it to be true that one was subject to permanent round-the-clock supervision and surveillance and possibly even intervention? All of one's waking and sleeping life and that one couldn't escape it by dying. It's worse than any form of totalitarianism. It means you're absolutely held as property, that you have no autonomy, that you throw yourself permanently on mercy. Well that's of somebody that's it. that is the that's a description of the soul of our condition. That's why both Islam and Christianity were perfectly adapted and still are in any ways, to feudalism. Where they did and when they or to, or to absolute monarchy, which is the well which is of course what a feudalism. But is the kind of
1: Christianity in someone like Jefferson.
2: He had no Christianity. Well and that he constructed the Bible. Yes, but only by snipping out i know every single, or razoring out, actually, every single supernatural and immoral right. thing. He left him with, as you know, a very slender volume.
1: Yes, still.
2: He, he and, and even that he didn't dare to publish. And I think if he had been in a position where he did dare to publish, and this is after his retirement from the yeah. and it's not free to say what he really thought. I'm, I'm confident that he would have been at the least... Or most, whichever that is, a deist, you no know, more than, certainly not a subscriber to any one monotheism. And in his braver moments, I think it's very clear from his correspondence and his reflections that he, he had he'd had the experience of being an unbeliever and had not been able to forget
1: it. But a lot of a lot of people with faith have had that experience. Of, of unbelief. Of unbelief, of
2: course. Well, there's a a famous prayer: "Lord, I believe, help thou my unbelief." It's an old paradox
1: in this case, Christian one. And there's also there's also the sense that if you strip religion of dogma, (laughs) I its big truth claims, and stick to it as a we should be talking about the war, but as a if one thinks of if one if one if one understands mystery to be at the core of it, in other words, that one is worshipping something one cannot understand. which requires a certain letting go of it. And in which its best expression therefore is something like ritual,
2: a verb, wordless. Then you end up with There's uh, a reconciliation
1: to, to immortality.
2: It's then rec- you end up where Simon Blackburn, whom I think we both know slightly, we know his work. I know he was published in the New Republic, perhaps not in your time, but professor of philosophy at Cambridge, author of a very good recent study of Plato, puts it, So religion is a, foss- is a fossilized philosophy. It's philosophy with the, with the questioning left out. It's, it's something that's become instated, it no longer is subjected to any further philosophical inquiry. Well, why would that be, from any point of view, a desirable thing?
1: No, because philosophy doesn't help you live. I mean, the it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't only thing you like is the reflection on why... Well, philosophy's three
2: main reflections are, or questions are, why are we here? Uh, what would be justice and what, if we can answer those two questions, what, what would be a just city, a just public, reason? But philosophy can
1: continue... Can One actually, can be a philosopher and continue to maintain those are imponderables. And he may and also make that discussing them and understanding them does not make it easier to live. To live, By no means, it's not, but it's not supposed to be. No, it's not supposed to be. The well, goal is its own sake. It the religion, religion is to make it easy. Religion is the practical impulse. It's how do we live? How do we get through the day? knowing that we could die tomorrow, knowing that yes, we are we are mortally... How does the
2: belief that, say, Jesus was born of a virgin, help you to do that?
1: It may, That particular belief may not. I would say cannot. It's a it's, it's,
2: it, it obscures the view of the question. It negates the... It can. It negates it can. questioning because it, it de- depends upon certainty and upon acceptance of unbelievable evidence with no reasoning. It, it's a corruption of... The whole idea of having a mental process or an inquiring mind—it's
1: a recognition that at some point there are some things that are beyond our understanding, and an acceptance of that, and and then it is then it is then there is a content to that acceptance which can vary from faith to completely. Faith. Right now
2: you remind me of what Doctor Johnson said to somebody—I forget who it was—who said, "Well, I I am willing to admit the existence of the external world," and Doctor Johnson said, "Well, you'd better." <laughs> He's, Do someone say, yes, I accept that there are some things that can't be known or accept that there are some things that are important? Yeah, well, they should. What choice do they have? The choice they have offered by religion is not to accept them, to say, actually, no, we know. We know there was a creation moment. We know why it was. We know what was intended by it. We know that its reigning deity knows what we should eat, how we should mutilate our genitalia, how we should...
1: You keep it... It, came to an extraordinary it can be extraordinary level There is of, a level. There were. There were. There were. There There are, there are, there are, there are differences. There, there are differences in degree and kind of religious experience. And one of them is yes. I would. I. The kind of thing you're talking about, I would understand to be fundament, a, a fundamentalist version of religion. But I. I absolutely refuse to believe that that is the only form of religion imaginable, or that the only form of religion that actually exists, or the only form of Christianity makes me
2: laugh when people say fundamental, because what it means is you believe that these books are the word of God. That's what fundamental means, fundamentalist means. But if they're not, then in what sense are you religious? If I ask you... No, you can say that say they you. are inspired. If, I, I if someone says to me, I'm a Catholic, I say, fine, Do you, does this mean that you believe in the following, in the transubstantiation of bread and wine? On the whole, they'll say, well, you don't believe all of them. Now, excuse me, that may be possible now. But there would be no such thing as the Catholic Church if people had not been forced to believe it was. It compelled to believe it, and it's, though I doubt it myself, I really do doubt it, may have actually believed it at the time. Without it, what have you got but some menu of spirituality options that you might as
1: well have as a Hindu? Well, you can have a Hindu, I think, or in some respects, although well, no, the kind really of way of life that one might describe as being portrayed in the gospels as a way to live is a little different than than Hinduism for example or Buddhism although I think you know I think there are overlaps
2: but Andrew I wouldn't bother with this I wouldn't I would let these beliefs exist in a parallel universe except for argumentative purposes and dialectical purposes it's nice I enjoy discussing with jesuits <laughs> nothing can be more agreeable <laughs> no I'm serious but
1: Who's that you have a friend, right? But as
2: I would with, you know, a Hegelian or, or a Randian or any of the above, but much more than Hegelians and Randians. These people want to influence my life. It, it's not that I believe well, this, I agree, I, I'll the, be saved my by point They say, is, well, no, I'm, I want your children to be taught. No, 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 my point is... Things that is are not true.
1: The kind of religion I'm talking about, because it is much more aware of originality, of its own knowledge, it is a much humbler approach to the divine. And certainly, if someone like me would say, this is what I believe, but even I understand that at some level, I cannot give you reasons for this. I cannot explain it entirely. I think this is how I'm trying to figure it out for myself. The last thing on earth such a religion would do is to try and tell you how to reveal life. Now, I understand that most religions are not that way, but I am trying to say that at some level, some way of being a piece of one's own mortality, and have some understanding of what the, why we're here, does not necessitate, even though it's often accompanied by, <laughs> the desire to control anybody else's life. But, I don't see Jesus trying to control why else's did you life. let me? Why did not you let me make
2: the assumption, or, or make the claim, that I take the words of, the positions of a, a true believer seriously, and, and that I respect them? When I examine these beliefs, I find that they cannot be private. It is not possible for someone to really believe this, and especially its redemptive uh, I understand. character. I can see Without that and watch me go straight to hell, they, they I would can not. See be, that they would be, they would be failing in their duty. They must save me, even if it means killing and burning me. Not if they be best. not
1: if what stops them is their understanding of their own doubt.
2: How can this be allowed if you Doubt don't, and faith you know, can you you know
1: God's will? You don't know it. You think you know it. I mean, and, when, I Marxist,
2: when I was a Marxist, I used to think, sometimes I was tempted to thinking. look, people may not realize they need this, but they really do. And the consequences of well, they, not adopting... That was a religion. Well, it was not a religion in the sense that I accepted it. I'll, I'll take it as a dogma. Right. The feeling one had was, many people don't seem to want what we're telling them. But the consequences of not adopting an international socialist would not. be so bad, yeah. that we might have to give people the occasional nudge you know, <laughs> for their own good. Their own, in fact, no, that's not
1: democratic and, democratic. The Marxism
2: <laughs> has its stories. Its <laughs> I think its principle failing must have to be accepted as that. It was the idea of false consciousness. But you know, he was just having has
1: this concept too. I mean, he gave this astonishing talk in Dallas in 1991. I, I put it in my book, where he describes what he understands to be conscience. And the Second Council, I mean, it took two millennia, but the Second Council did actually make a significant shift to say that we do recognize that the individual conscience alone is the, is the ultimate arbiter of one's own faith. Ratzinger, I think, having pioneered that idea with Kuhn, yeah. subsequently sort of pulled back from its implications.
2: It's um, so obviously heretical and with uh, truthfully.
1: Well, as he as his argument in Dallas, of all places, was that uh, God is Ratzinger in Dallas, God is God is everywhere. It's like Dusty in Memphis. God but, is everywhere.
2: All is decided the, by heaven. The, 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 all praise belongs to
1: Allah. Doesn't matter from where it arises. That if your conscience tells you, want that. And the Holy Father, through the authoritative Magisterium, has determined something else. Then it is not that it is your conscience against the hierarchy. There is actually beneath what you think is your conscience your real conscience, <laughs> which must, because you're made by God, understand already that you're wrong. <laughs> it's the false consciousness mode. Again, you may not realize that you need their authority, but you do. And but there is see, no act. To, but that is that is the obliteration of politics altogether. I could, altogether.
2: in a Platonic sense, in the proper sense of use of the word, deriving from Plato, I could concede, or even concur that that might be true. What I could not accept was that Ratzinger would know it and not me. But wow. He had the right to interpret it. Who is this Herr Ratzinger? By what right does he arbitrate? It? This, do these people want power in this world or the next? It's okay. always this world. Yeah. That's how religion strikes me. There's absolutely material. Nothing to do with the spiritual order after existence. Nice. They want power more? now, and they're very wise too. Where else would you want to have power? Well, what, well of course, there's no or other place to have power now. There's no, no other place they want to have power. Now. It could be. It could be that but astrology what, was true. But what, what, what? It could be, for example, that I can't prove it isn't. The movements of the planets determine my future. Right. And that's what they're there for. And they know that I'm Aries. So why and how they managed to cover the shift between the Julian and Gregorian calendar would still be a mystery to me. Wouldn't be the main mystery. <laughs> OK, let's agree. Okay. The planets know my future and they determine it. I could agree to that, and I could agree that there could be a computer in a building I'd never seen. I could also do that. that that was running this permanent experiment. It was my life being lived by me. It was a computer that was predicting it day by day before I could see it. Once I could see the computer, it wouldn't be true. Right. Once I'd read my horoscope, it wouldn't be true, by definition. So all the other perfectly brilliant arguments against astrology, such as identical twins they don't have the same future, most of the planets weren't discovered when the zodiac was drawn many other such objections, as nothing to the idea of, no one can tell me that they know what the planets are doing. Right. So there couldn't be an astrological priest here. So, ever since I had learned to think in the least, and my other things seen through astrology, I saw through everything else in much the same way. It could be the case. I can, I'm not, and no one else is clever enough to so tell me it isn't, but I'm, no one is clever enough what? or moral enough to tell me that it is. So, we, I, I return to my book, we begin by excluding those who claim to know it. And right. then I think that's, that is Occam's razor, the greatest medieval, school in, in Catholic... now. Well, including
1: those who... Well, it does, it does make religion a much more private, meditative. I mean, Gandhi, for example, was not going around seeking that much power, I think, through, at least in his religious... Mm, in, in I wish that true. In his religious... Jesus, specifically, does not seem to be interested in, in actually acquiring power, power in the gospels so, to any degree.
2: No, very modest guy. In a fact, really se- seems to be unassuming. As long as you accept him as in some way the Son of God, he never claimed to be exactly that. But spoke rather loquaciously mm-hmm. about his father and suggested that he knew the way to paradise. As long as you accept these incredibly arrogant claims on his part, he's a very modest guy. <laughs> Almost unassuming, <that laughs> self-effacement. Well the question It's is, not like the Prophet Muhammad but, really no, no. interested in material gain, warfare, spoil, conquest. No, it's not like that. At all. Gandhi I think was a bit more ambitious than you are. Uh.
1: But these arrogant claims, nevertheless do not were not by human beings turned into a doctrine or a church, church.
2: as when you live. Well, his disciples couldn't have been Christians, for one, because they had not read any of the principles. They wouldn't have been able to, among other things, but written long after they were around. So they, they can be excluded as non-Christian for the most part. And he too, because there is really no evidence, and this is conceded by most serious Christians too, that he desired to found a church or have one found in his name. It's no, very plain it's very. that he, he expected his followers to see him again in their own lifetime.
1: And uh, it, it's very clear
2: that they expected to see him again in their own lifetime. Yeah, and they were wrong, weren't they? Yeah. So every time people say Christ has risen at Easter for the next two thousand years, they're wasting their time and other people's. <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. And well, no, to sow I mean, the to sow the false hope that it will,
1: though I don't think it's well, Christ nicer. The, cri- the, cri- the Christ has risen thing is <laughs> not about the second coming. It's it's a reference to something that's already occurred. I mean the second coming is another dog. Yes, but it's a promise. <laughs> Yeah, you can do it, well, rather, I think you can get away. I think you could, I think you could, sh- you could, you could shear, if you were Christianity at the second coming, and um, all you have to believe
2: in then is resurrection, which in the Bible applies routinely. So commonplace,
1: I didn't expect to be talking about this. Since we are, no,
2: but according, I mean, according to the gospels, the the graves were opened all around Jerusalem at around the time of the crucifixion, and many strode out of there. Uh, and greeted people in the streets. But there were at least two people resurrected on request by the Nazarene, Jairus' daughter and Lazarus. Nobody interviews about their extraordinary experience, and nobody finds out about what their subsequent life. Did they die again? We don't even know. We don't. Know. Did they were they resurrected in their in the form of the body that had previously died of them? We're not even told that. Resurrection, however, was not considered particularly remarkable at that time, uh, but never mind. I, I concede all this. Jesus was born again or rose again. I mean, to say from death doesn't prove one thing about the truth of his doctrines. No, because resurrection is in all men. It doesn't vindicate the claim of someone who makes it.
1: Well, to my mind, the big and I, I'm committing heresy throughout this entire conversation, but the yeah. better for it. <laughs> for me. The incarnation is a much more a much more central doctrine than the resurrection. The resurrection in some ways is the necessary consequence of the incarnation. Because it's hard to think of God dying a death for me. as as a I mean Actually I take that. Back. It's hard for me to think of living. Right. Well it's hard for me to think of him dying. <laughs> <laughs> we, and one can see how. It's one but, different side split. But we but that's part of the mystery that we're supposed to understand, or, or at least accept. But anyway, i 'm not going we're not not going to get anywhere well it's the origin of all other arguments i think well I have to say
2: people who want it to be true are to me among other things' material.
1: the last four years or five years really the last ten years I could say more generally uh, to any believing Christian observant Christian like myself have been a a sort of Reading period in the dangers of religion. I don't I don't think in my lifetime what this has ever been more to any observer in the working world history. For a very long time has it been clearer how dangerous this is? Have we ever When was the last time that we had this kind of religious terror? I mean We're not now speaking just of Christianity. No, no no we're not. We're talking about Islam.
2: No, just when people had begun to think with the age of totalitarian ideology.
1: The emerges to fill the vacuum, in a way.
2: And just the, the idea of the one leader, the one supreme. The one truth. The one truth, the one party to done fight. Just one, one, four, one, left that all behind.
1: It comes back like the flows out of bath. I,
2: I once did a calculation. I was in Romania, in nineteen eighty nine and in Hungary, the end of communism. I saw the end of Ceausescu. Well, right, that's it. The, in Europe, anyway. But it seemed, globally, the idea of the the absolute leader, the absolute party, the the undisputable truth is over. And maybe our future will be a little bit. But now, I remember reading with Fukuyama they maybe, probably true, but and a I little, little was a little tedious. No, absolutely, live with it. How bad is the idea of you know, essentially a market economy and essentially a political pluralism? Um, right. Uh, you know, as someone who had once had utopian opinions. I didn't feel pumped up by it, but I, I thought it was doable, and people talked about the mass state. The peace did of it. remember that expression? I now know. think of all the money we've been spending on the Cold wall, we don't have to spend any more on the weaponry. Re- think furthermore, which we now count seriously, about the better uses for it. The, the long neglected crisis in Africa. The problem of AIDS, the general problem of poverty and deprivation, the failure of other societies to have caught up with whatever we want to call it the the market pluralists model at a minimum. Well, we have all this chance now, that, I calculated once, I don't know how many days it went on, but I think it was 120 days of this illusion. Not very long for it, okay. before Slobodan Milosevic invaded. Bosnia, we'd overlooked this little dictator right. in the Balkans and so Saddam Hussein abolished the existence of Kuwait not invaded it as some people say but
1: annexed it.
2: Annexed it and said a member state of the United Nations, a member state of the Arab League and the Islamic Conference no longer exists, it belongs to me personally With my crime
1: family, thought, oh how interesting. Yes but two mafia bosses one in the Balkans and one in Iraq do not make a new wave of ideology No they don't,
2: we're both of them were supported by their local religious authorities. In Elizabeth's case, the Orthodox Church, and in Saddam's case, by at least the same ulema in Baghdad. And, and while all this was going on, and we were confronting it, coming up on another track, slightly to the outside, but, but something that had been noticeable before 89, but had become actually noticeable most on February 14th that year, With the fatwa against Salman Rushdie, by, by the theocratic head of the foreign state, offering money in his own name for the murder of yeah novelist in England became an aspect of was too, Right. And, and an extra totalitarian ideology suddenly became very menacing and, and without us paying anything life enough attention, took over at least one state, namely Afghanistan, and probably Sudan as well.
1: Does that make one, in some ways? More aware of the fact that in fact maybe human beings want this, they can't live without it. <laughs> the the possibility of, of, of their of their daily the daily ordeal of consciousness of, of of figuring out what the hell life means and what the world is is it, is, is 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 not as attractive to people as many people as surrendering to some ideology or some dictatorship or some mass movement. <coughs> you know, in other words, that. <coughs> since we have not seemed to have no. had a period in history since, since the French Revolution, really, in which something like this hasn't been mm. abroad in the world, is it, is it not simply a permanent fact of the human condition? Well, it, if if, to... if one stops talking
2: about that immediate period, I mean, I remember that it was a very old anarcho-socialist slogan that says that the problem is not the will of some people to command; it's the will of so many people to obey. Right, and that there is in some sense of innate capacity in human mammals, human primates, to wish to be told what to do, to be to be asked to give them security in that form. And of course, there are people in countries like Iraq or Serbia, and it would be true of anywhere else, here. who, if they're asked if they if are offered the chance to help themselves to the treasure and property of a, of a helpless neighbour, will say, "Well, how bad could that be?" That's Yes, that will always be a problem, but the, the recrudescence of a totalitarian idea in that period made me realize that there was, apart from the general fact that we are a poorly evolved mammalian species, and we prove that every day without being totalitarian or without being rapists or conquerors or fascists, a specific locatable problem which has preoccupied me ever since, namely that all of these regimes Saddam Hussein's regime was very sectarian, based on a minority of a Sunni minority. Milosevic's regime was based on a Serbian Orthodox minority trying to kill Muslims in Bosnia. And Al Qaeda's friends in the Taliban in Afghanistan hated, probably more than anything else, the Shia and acted accordingly in butchering them, as you can tell by seeing what happened to Hazara. Population in Afghanistan, or to move it outside the wall of Islam, to so the Bamiyan statues, the, the Helleno Buddhist sculptures, Afghanistan's antiquity. But for all these discrepancies between them and among themselves, they have one absolute thing in common: visceral loathing of the United States for its pluralism, for its secularism, for its.
1: For its constitution, primarily, right? Well, no. I would. I, I would say they can't dislike America for its religion. I would also. Britain's... Britain's...
2: Certainly no. You no, know, it would be. It is done. People do say, oh, well," because George Bush believes in God. He's as much of a theocrat as Osama bin Laden. Let's leave all that crap to one side. No, I think also one to say for its hedonism, right. where it not only is a dominant power in the world and a global. Force. But it's enjoying it, but, but it's yeah, but it, it, so it doesn't you know it, it, It's having such a good time it barely notices how other people live. By the way, that's I think a very powerful cause of resentment wow. but Phrased by these people as well. It's basically run by a load of Jews right. and dykes and faggots and entertainment models and and heartless tycoons. a sort of Brechtian in parody of, of a, an opulent blue state yeah, but, but certainly also a disgust of that kind accompanied of by a hatred for its existence, not for its policy, but for its, its existence Now, the At that stage, I began to realize that many of the criticisms I'd myself made of the United States, none of which I would take back, or of its policies in many of its statesmen, were no less valid than they had been, but were to be considered in this light. And I think that's the lesson successively of what happened in, in the Balkans, in the Gulf, in the Hindu Kush, and beyond, because these ideologies, especially the latter one, are potentially toxic everywhere. The, the, I mean by that the Islamic right. it's, it's It doesn't exist in absolutely every country in the world, but it is a threat in a large number of countries beyond the, the zone of historical Islam itself including in our
1: country of birth. Yes, more so, it seems almost. I mean, I just read this pupil poll about the attitudes of Muslims in Europe and in Britain. They seem to be more hostile to Western pluralism in Britain than they are in Germany. Yeah, I in believe I have an
2: explanation for that too, though I could well be wrong. There's a wonderful essay by Sigmund Freud called The Narcissism of the Small Difference, and it it has to do with the way in which divisions that are in Visible to the outsider, as between, say, Sinhala and Tamil in Sri Lanka, or Protestant Catholic in Northern Ireland, are everything to the people who live there. Right, the, the least thing is the one that divides them. Right. But if you will, Zulu say or a Han Chinese who go to Belfast, what are they fighting about? Right. This seems preposterous, but to them it's everything. It's all the in many
1: ways, all they know is what gives them identity and... Right. It's like when someone, someone asked me, why didn't you become an Episcopalian? And I said, you have no idea. Yeah. And I, I could sooner become a Muslim, I mean, in a way. Yes.
2: And, and this translates, I think, I'm only I'm translating it very roughly, into Those who are far from the action, as, say, is a Muslim in Belgium or Norway... Or Coventry. As, or Coventry feels he has a great deal more to prove, Right. he doesn't live in Chechnya he only reads about it, he doesn't live no, in there's a strange, there's a strange. he has to be more affirmative There's the something about, the there's
1: there a dynamic between modernity itself and the primordial resistance to it, Right. I mean the, the, some of what we're talking about in terms of this religious fundamentalism and its political ambitions it seems to have intensified in modernity, it, I mean these these the hijackers were it's not as if Bin Laden had no knowledge of the United States, knowledge that Muhammad Atta was not aware of what this was like. It was that the more, the closer they get to it, the more repelled, the more they have to force it out of their consciousness and destroy it. This is famously
2: true of Said Khutubh. Right. He was, he was, uh, one of the founders who appears to have been, is actually very fascinating, originally drawn to the United States precisely by the magnetic elements that draw everybody to it. Right. But when he got there, was appalled by its immorality and its amorality uh, as well, and its peddlism. And when you look up the events that he attended and the scenes that he witnessed, you'll find that at some university in the Midwest—I forget where it was—he was invited to a party where women mingled openly, and I think perhaps smoked cigarettes and wore what he thought was provocative. How? when one goes back to check what that party was like, <laughs> it was it was it was a, it was, a, it was, a, it was a, a, a mixer on some rather dull campus, where I don't believe anybody was showing any cleavage, and there was no alcohol served. It was it was one of those sort of fruit oh. juice. Maybe we'll we'll be really daring and put a a disc-sized record on a gramophone, and maybe someone will dance if we. If one couple starts, maybe we'll encourage them. A a pretty deadly evening. Yes. For him, profanity to the utmost extent. I mentioned it for two reasons. One, anecdotally, I think it's very important. Two, it shows that there isn't a way of being that one could adopt that would be less provocative. Many people say, we are offending them, we've upset them, we've disrespected them. Well, exactly what would you have to do in order not to incur the wrath? Now, he, this man so cliche, well, was it, it, no, no mild critic of the United States. He came back, having seen this profane campus mixer that neither of us would have bothered to go to, determined to destroy the United States. Right. And as far as he could, the whole concept of Western civilization as we know it, the cliché, it, it, it was no mild critique he was making of this, uh, this no. Babylon. Uh, that what I object to the most, I think, was in, the, in our culture is the masochism of people who say well if only we hadn't upset them well, they have no the idea of how
1: strenuous the condition was here. no 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 well, they don't understand they don't they don't understand the fundamentalist psyche in which well the fundamental psyche is rather like you know the totalitarian psyche you cannot you cannot tolerate any deviation at all I mean, and, and therefore it, 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 the very concept of a society that constructs upon a constitution in which the pursuit of happiness is, at least its declared object, is itself
2: an right? Well, of course it is, because who doesn't know that happiness is available to you by opening one book? The recitation of Who doesn't know that? Isn't it obvious that all you need is one book, and one book itself is there to tell you that it's the only book you need, and that it's the, the, the literal world dwell and Not only that, because there have been other books that claim to be that, but the final on all world. Well, with this right. book, inquiry and anxiety end, you right. have everything you need. Yes. How could anyone be so wretched and so ungrateful as to reject this gift? It's like spitting in the communion channels, it's like, yeah. it's like adding to the misery of Calvary. Well, it's even worse.
1: It is translating neutrality towards it as hostility towards it, which is what I mean by the, the fundamentalist totalitarianism. It was was impossible, under Stalin, to be neutral.
2: (laughs) Hannah Arendt made a brilliant remark about Stalinism, and she said that it's great success among the intellectuals, and not just the Russian ones, I mean, among its intellectual adherents around the world, was it it had replaced all questions of validity, or testability, or objectivity, uh, with the question of motive. In other words, comrade X has written this right. on our collectivization policy and says it's not working. It really seems. As if why it's would easy. he do such a thing? And why now? Yeah. Why would he do it? And who right. put him up to it? Right. How that? Be? And that you know that mentality you can find very very still. And what is the origin of that mentality? The mentality? is is the, is the, the origin the, of that mentality is religious. Yes, yeah, so But what is inquis- religion? Heresy.
1: What is religion in your that's view? That's the inquisitional mentality. I understand. If you can't find
2: heresy; you must go and look for it.
1: Right. But what, leading me out of this room, in your view, is the human need that that is fulfilling that you seem uh, that you seem to have no use for.
2: The need for certainty, right, and therefore for security, which Regarding means that they are
1: which means that they are insecure, okay. which means that they are afraid. I mean, I do think there is a connection between a sense of dislocation, a sense of beleaguerment, a sense of loss. And an attempt to repair it with with absolute certainty. I mean I think there is a relationship between those two things. You no know, common to all such systems, including the secular ones, is
2: I would exempt fascism because it had no canonical text to speak of, except the Turge of Garbage of can. Right. But with or some, with
1: this you know, crazy nineteenth century racial eugenics.
2: Or would God be no or right. yes or Alamesh or, or others. Am I right in saying no? What the mess? No, uh, sorry. Strike that. Or with uh, certainly Garbineau, Rosenberg, ethnic theorists and crackpots. Right. And people measuring bumps in people's yes. skulls. Phrenologists, crackpots. I mean, fascism is an unbelievable intellectual degradation. But with certainly with communism, with the Catholic Church, well, the Christian Church to begin with, before the schism, any revisiting of the canonical text makes people extremely nervous. And great attempts are made to either bury things in libraries or to burn them.
1: Except I think you are ignoring large sections of while I will speak about Christians, in which this is not. I mean, for example, the monastic life, in which one can see people having no interest in controlling the world whatsoever, and in withdrawing from the world in order to pursue what they think is God's will, in which they seem to be advocate or, or a figure like Saint Francis, whom one cannot even begin to accuse be of seeking power or even to control anybody else's life, and similarly Jesus. I mean, I think you have to concede that there are two. Four, that I I completely agree with you that this element in religion is is integral to it. It's part of it. It's a constant. But I don't think it exhausts the entire arsenal of religious. Activity or thought. Um, I have no knowledge of the real
2: existence either of Jesus of Nazareth or of St. Francis of Assisi, who may very well be a great avian demagogue. But I do. <laughs> know, I, I do know that the. I do know that it would be quite false to say that the Franciscan order saw no influence over the world. Well, Franciscan, oh, but because human beings, along with all the other orders, I what very saying. interested first in the accumulation of property, second in the administration of local government and third, in the promulgation and proselytization of the faith. I don't think they at all renounced the world. I, I believe it may have been their ambition. Well, that's, it, that's really be, to in say... Fact, that's in fact, really the to world, say that the, fact,
1: the world cannot be renounced. The world the
2: world is... Yes, as it is. but
1: insofar as it can be, many have tried, and to dismiss them as not religious, or to conflate all of them with the grand inquisitor, seems to me to miss a very large swath of religious inquiries. Conflate all of them with the grand inquisitor, I mean, if... if if
2: Christianity does. wants to be identified with Saint Simeon of Stilites, whose site of whose supposed pillar of once visited in the, the original territories of early Christianity, Eastern Christianity, which is the real origin in, in northern Syria, and decided to mortify himself and would fall from home, standing on top of a pillar for 40 years, it doesn't bother me. It seems like a waste of life and a waste of mind and a terrible waste of energy. But but why would you do that? And, 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 well, exactly. Why would you I, even go that far? If that's what it was, it's fine. Let him go and do that just because I don't mind if some hippie goes off to start a, a commune and live entirely on nature and have his wife have her baby on a wooden table. It doesn't bother me at all. Christianity does not give me that option. It wants to save my soul. It wants to tell. Me that my children must be taught garbage in the schools in the twenty first century in the United States. It wants to tell people that condoms are worse than AIDS. Some of them do. Not all I'm sorry, the authoritative ones too, the leadership ones. The others who become, I have to say, I agree with you, Church of England, for example, have become more or less a humanist, bleaching human you know, organization that stands for nothing. That's been coming to no, a right that, fine. I think
1: that's way too dismissive. I mean, it is, it is perfectly possible to say that I think it's way too lenient. <laughs> it's perfectly possible to say that one believes in the doctrine in the teachings of Jesus, that one attempts to inculcate them in oneself, that one appreciates and has come to terms of the mystery of his incarnation, one wishes to commemorate it through the sacraments. Well, um, and what but just 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 I'm just I'm just, I'm just I'm just I'm not hearing this for the first time. Please. I'm sure you haven't. I'm sure you're not, but in, without attempting to control anybody else, without attempting to impose it on a single other soul, and without even I mean, for example, I, I think of many of my lay Catholic peers or friends or family, and I I do not think that the fact that they're not running around trying to convert every single human being they need, which is they're not. With religion, not <laughs> For them their faith is for themselves and the people they love And for them it is the truth but it is held with much less certainty and much less intolerance than some other people Now I think that comes to some extent from being able to live with doubt The, the psychological and spiritual Reserves that allows one to live in the middle of confusion And yet not to abandon faith It is, it is it is a sign of weakness that one has to translate religious experience into a set of inviolable doctrines which must, by necessity, and I understand the point you're making, by logic, be required to be applied to everybody else with whom one who comes in contact. But it's not the only form of Christianity. But, it's not uh, the only form of faith.
2: But just to respond to those in reverse order, well, it would be very surprising if Christians were not assailable, because the world view of the church has been repeatedly challenged and overthrown ever since Galileo and extending to our own day with Stephen Hawking. That, and and including matters. And of course are, Darwin. And and <laughs> to say nothing of Darwin, no, but including matters that are not to do with the the magisterium or the spiritual at all, but are to do with actual questions such as whether the sun goes around the earth or not, right. whether we live in a man centred or an earth-centred universe. These things have been decided. Christianity couldn't could not now. I think we invented. So but they're doubtful is to their credit. Furthermore, their, their attempts to evangelize the world have failed. I think rightly, uh, and I also think inevitably, they were they were cr- cruel, most of them, and, and additionally, they're succeeding in, very well in, in effect. The, the, we the, the attempt will never stop. But I thought you said that one should consider Christianity as a skeptical movement. Now oh. you can have that both ways. No, no, I'm not having you, that both ways. I, I, I'm saying. I'm saying well, that inevitably, 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 the kind of faith I'm talking about is not because they exist. won't. Of course, they'll never quite give it up because there's no point to them if they do. But just to finish my reverse, the other reason we, without which we would never have heard of Christianity that happened to be adopted as the official state ideology of the Roman Empire, a royal race stroke of right. which made it somehow compulsory for people, Won't well, <laughs> entirely compulsory for many. And the, going back to your view about the transcendent revulgence of the, of the Nazarene, I don't believe a word of that. He, he quite... Plainly believed that the world was going to end quite soon rather looked forward to the prospect thought that he would be a big feature of that event and inculcated this belief In other people
1: that know that the, the is, we do don't know that well We know that the people I, who wrote the we know the people who wrote the gospel Attributed that to him. well, then look,
2: um, you're not gonna trap me into saying the Gospels are true. I don't think they're true at all. I think it was, a think it was entirely
1: made. I think that the entire it thing... Didn't, the didn't even
2: exist. The entire thing, whether it existed or not, the Gospel account of his life is, of course, an absolute fiction. I, I, you're, Absolutely. You'll not, you're not get well like an absolute confession, jamming together of mutually inconsistent and weird accounts written. If you now tell me, hey, are you resting yourself on the Gospel? I'm saying, Andrew, please don't make my point for me. That is what Christianity, however, does depend on. And and there is one thing on which they very certainly agree, or it makes no sense at all. A moral advice such as take no thought for tomorrow, don't care about clothes or wealth or investment or your children or anything for the future. Why bother? This is immoral advice. Anyone who took it would be highly irresponsible at the best. It only makes sense if you believe that there is no point in doing this. If you take the James Watt view of the national parks, why preserve anything when it's all coming to
1: an end? Well, the, the cause. This is positive. Because, this is wickedness. The cause it will come to an end because you are going to die, and you and I are not going to be here in fifty years' time. Neither we will end.
2: Well, I'm holding out for stem cells myself, <laughs> particularly embryonic ones, because <laughs> apparently they last longer.
1: <laughs> no, no, of
2: course, they, I, you, no one you, would, you, no one you, argues you, more strongly you. than me that we're born, in, we're, we're born into a losing struggle as is our cosmos, certainly our universe. Of course, it's, for all we know, the heat death of the universe, a certainty, might occur
1: before we die. Isn't it a more logical thing to surrender to that and accept it rather than to fight
2: it? Not as long as one, not, not as moral advice, no. To say, in that case, what is the point in preserving a surplus from the harvest and trying to make sure that the next one will be larger because one has children, say, because of other people to be fed. Uh, but Jesus did not have to. Or to develop. And, 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 and well, he
1: instructed his disciples to abandon their own children. Immoral and advice. And abandon their own immoral family. Immoral
2: advice, just as does the church. Abandon their own. Does, no, the church, does the church do the imitation it's a, it's of Christ a, in this
1: way? You see? They do not. It's an impossible doctrine. It is and an absolutely and will you impossible do you like doing my work for me? It's, no, I'm it's, not. It's that either morally it's
2: either it's incoherent or it's actually wicked but as, a, no. as a
1: precept. Or, or it's utterly void. No. Or or it is truer than anything that you've said it. Or it is the only sane response to living as a mortal. Now it may be that we it's are too, as mortal, as mortals mortal incapable of
2: It's too man-made, it's too obviously man-made for that to be true. Well, and it bears, as Darwin says about our species, the, the lowly stamp of its origin. You can tell it's man-made, as you can tell with the Quran, as well as with the Torah and the Talmud. This is the work of fallible mammals. Of course. And it shows. Of course. The
1: well, that's all there is to be no, said. No, there isn't. The people who wrote those, who wrote down the oral history, of this figure that they knew. Copied down from other Copied fragments. Copied from others or whatever. Inserted I mean, the, the later. hundreds of various Have you read Barton Allen's book? I haven't read it, but I have no obvious.
2: Well, it's quite extraordinary. Much more than I thought. I I'm, the misquoting I, Jesus book? It's called Misquoting, which is a very mild statement of recital. And I hope I don't interrupt you, but I just want to say this. I, I The story, say, of a woman, the famous story of a woman taken in adultery, and the, and the very interesting and mm-hmm. odd behavior of Jesus on that occasion, that everyone remembers
1: from that chapter. Was interpolated? Was, was, was pushing about hundred years, years later? It's
2: new, and it isn't in the same kind of language that the other Gospels are in. It's, it's sort of Professor Herman's shock, and I've mentioned him because he had become the chief spokesman of the Biblical fundamentalists. It was their most skilled and most multilingual and sincere and scholarly advocate. His realization that this is at best a legend, I consider it to be significant. I'm, I'm taking Bertrand Russell's test of well, there's, there's uh, evidence against interest.
1: Well, yes, in his okay. case. Although I think I think you're being a little exaggerating, overly, his previous stature. I mean, I'm, he would. He, I don't think he would. He would. He would claim that he was the most important. Most he would be too modest for that. But he
2: was being advanced by them as such, and have been to. First, to Wheaton. No, and there's a, and then, there's then to, a reason and then to, why. Then a, to the college that looks down on Wheaton as slightly too. Namby-pamby. Yes, and, and undoubtedly he entered this, I would, I would describe it as a vocation, academic vocation, mastering all the relevant ones in the hope of indicating biblical literature.
1: No, his story is an absolutely riveting one. And, I, uh, it's, and my int- my, my, what I find fascinating right now in, in terms of the church, by which I mean not just my church, view. but other churches. What we're seeing in the Episcopal Church as well is, I think, the impact of a lot of this. I mean, and I think I the think part of what you see in popular culture is the sort of drag code. The Da Vinci Code is, is a kind of ghastly, I'm not going to get into the content, I'm just saying purely as an anthropological, sociological phenomenon. It seems to be without the sort of awareness at the back of one's mind that scholarship has essentially destroyed the notion of a single inerrant. Text. The impact that we do. Yes, but I don't
2: think I think the difference in may be this then. I don't believe scholarship is necessary for that. It's interesting. But I'm I'm so made and I think I'm not the only one, but if I was I wouldn't mind as as to be certain that there wouldn't be an infallible text dictated by God to men. the idea is impossible to begin with. Ex hypotheside by definition, it cannot happen. There will be no revelation. There never has been one. If there was, why wasn't it made to everybody? To judge if it's truth or not, why is it made to a group of <coughs> Bronze Age villagers?
1: So it has to be made to somebody. Who would then we, have to pass it on. If we
2: believe that God. Who would be incapable by definition of passing it on in its original form. Of that we can be absolutely certain. Yes. The,
1: the, or or wasn't can't could, be religion. The truth that would be imparted would be extraordinarily hard to translate. I mean, what Jesus speaks in these mysterious parables. That are subject to all sorts of interpretation. It's not as if what Jesus is saying is the kind of doctrine that one would read in the catechism of the Catholic Church. I mean, the the, the revelation of it comes if, if if Jesus was, was 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 the Son of God, that it's certain that, that God speaking through him spoke in paradoxical, mysterious, contradictory, doctrine. contradictory dialogue. I wouldn't say paradoxical. Which, contradictory,
2: incoherent, inter- well, and they, very they, often wicked. The injunctions are very often well, evil. The, they say. All other tribes must be destroyed, physically, and their are uh, I, I don't recall if Jesus not, if not, Jesus things. doesn't say that. Well, then let's stick to Jesus. No, we're right. Let's stick to Jesus, then. And, and let's well. stick to what we want. Very Let's, well, let's, well. let's, no, to Jef- let's will, stick to
1: Jefferson's Jesus. I'll be happy to do so. Because why... If Jefferson, for example, believed in no interest, why was he so interested? What, what? Why, what drew Jefferson was, to the gospel? It was compulsory to be interested in. Himself, no, it wasn't to get this it was the Why right, did he privately construct
2: oh, his own Bible? Well, wait. in order. You know
1: I one. If I
2: can't mention the I, I won't dwell on the evil instructions of, of genocide and enslavement and, and rape so that are mandatory in the Old Testament, except to say that nowhere in the Old Testament is there any mention of hell or the punishment of the dead. The most evil doctrine of Christianity, I think of them all. It's it, it, it only until or a gentle Jesus, meek and mild, makes his appearance, or only when rather than does so, that the idea of eternal torment. The Old Testament contains no warrant at least for that slavery yes genocide yes racism yes rape all of that certainly human sacrifice uh, and its equivalents but no hell now that has to come to the, the gentle more modest New Testament so that's that on that point but Jefferson, Jefferson's Jesus, Jesus Jefferson cuts all that out of the Bible as best he can because but his why, his, his why, God, why, what what is it does Jefferson 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 mm. Died in, I think, 1826. Darwin and Abraham Lincoln were born on the same day in 1819. Jefferson is just at the point where there isn't quite enough science to disprove the Bible or to, or to utterly negate religion. He's a man of enormous curiosity. He wanders with, goes on expeditions and has debates with French naturalists about the topography of Virginia. How can it be that the shells, the seashells, are so high up on the mountain? Right. He can ju- He's just below the summit. He can't see right. over a bit, a bit, like Moses. But he's he really wants to know. He and he knows that religion is in its clever form nonsense. But he feels, can it really be all untrue? Well, it might be truer if I cut out all the things that were self-evidently untrue. This is a very primitive pre Darwinian, pre almost pre-modern view, but, he, but he, was, he was trying his best, he was one of the precursors, one looks at the Jefferson Bible with interest, And when you one, when one you doesn't read, learn anything
1: from his amendment to it. When you read Jefferson's Bible...
2: Except that it can't be the word of God. Is... is...
1: Does it say, it, is it saying Is the sayings of Jesus in, insofar as they reflect upon the way one should be among one's fellow human beings? And um, uh, just, so just like as, uh, there, the,
2: what's left over is just as wicked as it was to be women it seems to me.
1: It's wicked to love one to Or
2: it, it doesn't
1: ask one to love one men. No. That
2: was said by Rabbi Hillel long before. When Jesus said, when Jesus in, is to ...love what? the neighbor as oneself. an impossible, See, the, the, the real wickedness of Christianity, or one of us, many... ...but I think never mm-hmm. one central. It demands the impossible to ask me to love you. Sometimes it seems too easy. <laughs> to ask me to love you as I love myself is an impossible demand that cannot possibly, can conceivably do you want And It would be wrong of me if I did, because I have other things I have to do. But as an aspirate. For, for age, wife, children, others. an aspirate? Nope, absolutely not. It would be, it's the dissolution of the personality. It's the, it's the abolition of the individual. Of course I'll have no, enough not. self-respect to like myself more than I love you. I'll have to do it. It's, it's so, a immorally impossible demand. The demand to give up all possessions and to forget the future is not just unlivable and impossible, but would, if it could be done, cruel and stupid. It would mean. It it would mean, mean, would mean that be No investment. Be no investment. No thrift. No thought about subsequent generations. But is, there's is, no saving Christianity from a charge. It seems to me that, as stated, even at its strongest by its warmest believers, that its recommendations, its precepts, are rather nonsensical or evil.
1: I, I just find the whole well, sometimes both. The, the 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 aspiration to treat as go to as treat oneself you know which which could be rendered in in secular terms no not you know, treat in, in doesn't
2: charge. say treat doesn't say treat okay. love no it says love as oneself. Well. rabbi Hillel um, comes I'm, I'm up just, with I'm the just, I'm just trying
1: to grapple with the idea that, that aspirations evil or would get.
2: no it's, it's because impossible. it's too strenuous I mean to say because it's impossible it means that anyone falling short of it is, is in a state of sin. Do to others what you want done to yourself doesn't mean always be nice to me, because it would be banal as well as total It Could be you have to be very hard on someone. Could be you have to use force on them as you would hope they would to stop you committing a crime, for example. It can Or, or a theft. So it's... Except it's, there's also the uh, of forgiveness uh, uh,
1: uh, and... Forgiveness? yeah, forgiveness.
2: Yeah, that doesn't look pretty well for me either, but... No, no, <laughs> no it's going to work well, for you. Not, no, not just the donor. <laughs> Excuse me, I mean not as the donor, but as the recipient. Why should I deserve forgiveness from someone else? Let alone have the power to offer it. Who gives me this right? Yeah, it's a social question. It's to be decided by law and by
1: even utilitarianism. It can be. It can be. It need nothing. I mean, it, it, it can also be a sense that... that in ways again, I mean, I have to say things like this. In ways we do not understand that you are, you do have to say that. Yeah, well, that that is that is a premise of every religious faith.
2: Agree that you are and one then. of those. Who in which case,
1: there's the something that we can argue, as we as we are, we are about whether this doctrine makes sense in the way that one lives one's life, or whether it is inherently dangerous, or inherently wicked, or indeed inherently just out there. But at some level what matters, therefore, is the level of which certainty which one holds certain truths and the... I mean, I, I, there is a fundamentalist mindset in which this ideal is always the enemy, the perfect is always the enemy of the good, and in which the human being thrashes around in guilt and condemnation and, and judgment, and in which the last thing one sees in another human being <laughs> in, the, in the sway of this religion you know, is. Serenity or calm or benevolence. <laughs> One sees insecurity, anger, and uh, frustration the world as it should be is not as it is. <laughs> and an attempt to close the gap somehow
2: in your own life and everybody else's. Oh, it doesn't want everybody reconciled to the status quo. But, the, but, but, there is a but the human discontent with the way things are is it has been a great spur to invention and innovation usually waged against the priests and against religious doctrines. ever they will since also we die. have ever
1: since we have birth, they will also die and you will die and whatever achievements you have managed will, will, will no longer be available to you well that's a priori right?
2: true it doesn't give an inch to religion it doesn't No, advance, what i said it, is that the case no, what, what religion
1: does is ask what is the human being's best response to that fact of, well the first of is to the accept the that it's mortality of not just our lives, but everything that we do in our
2: lives. Well, to borrow a phrase from you, acceptance. First thing is to realize that that is the case, that we are born into a losing struggle, that we are, from a poorly evolved species, now understands rather better its cosmology and its DNA. To so do the best we can with that, but not to deny it or to make up stories that appear to pretend that it isn't so.
1: No, but at some point to understand also that, that which that there may be some capacity, which is not our rational capacity, but that is what my, my cool one might call one's capacity to be in touch with what one cannot know, and to have what one cannot know be in touch with us. See, that sounds like white noise to me. Well, and you don't normally talk white
2: noise. Religion has the effect on you, as it has on many intelligent people, of making you appear to be dumber than you are. I have to tell you this. <laughs> just as religion will often make people accede to immoral acts, they would never, ever consider, if it weren't under the warrant of heaven in some way, no, no no decent Catholic is gonna go around saying I'd rather have AIDS than condoms. It's it's the like church that. that makes them makes good people say wicked things. And yes, you are know, saying something that, the that was you, you just thing. asked a you just asked a piece of pure babble that you wouldn't have wouldn't have thought of. It's so well below you usual shall it. Because you feel that religion in some sense makes you have to do it but no it's, no, it's, it's not the least well it's, it's like people stop, no, uh, they're people they're stop they're writing they're poetry they when they become poet laureates no uh, something
1: about the monarchy I re- kills I, I, the poet. I'm, 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 I'm. <laughs> where, is, where are you going <laughs> <laughs> no that is not that is not let me, let me just protest I uh, mean you know See, I get you <laughs> <laughs> need some coffee well, well if I have any more coffee I'll never sleep at all well
2: you know, there's
1: doesn't it we've, we've strayed from Mesopotamia we have except we have a bit away because of course I mean I think one of the things that we'll look at what happens one of the things world. that happens when you when you when you blog every day or you read the news every day and you're obsessed with news stories and news cycles is that you you can forget the reason that we are in this in Mesopotamia in the first place <laughs> the context in which any of this makes sense is a is a fundamentalist religious movement that attempted to kill us and does want to and everything we stand for. In, in some ways, we are not aggressive in the war. We are talking about, are we? Isn't this, isn't this, well, is what's the origins of this war? It's like talking about the fight against Soviet communism. Well, in a, way, in, a so way, that, in a way,
2: that's true. As you know, there's a huge argument that has, I wouldn't even go to half truth, but a partial truth in it that says that the call of the Saddam Hussein regime has little or, some people say, nothing to do with the call with fundamentalist Islam. And I would say, but give this much to it. The decision to remove Saddam Hussein, the realization that our existence was incompatible with his regime, or international law was incompatible was made in nineteen ninety-eight by, right. by the Senate with an unanimous vote, and, and, and that was a bit too late, too so it could have been made in nineteen ninety-one. Saddam Hussein's regime is evil and illegal, and it has broken all the laws governing genocide, weapons of mass destruction, aggression against neighboring states. The- but it was also, as it happens, in my opinion, flirting with and helping to incubate jihadist groups. And that became part of the of the case against it. But it isn't, I, I well, regard, it, I regard it as a war it. on two fronts with Saddam Hussein and his regime and his followers. As we've now seen, the Baathists and the jihadists have fused on the battlefield. And they began, they began doing that before the regime was overthrown. And anyone who's come to look knows this. But I think it was a general fall with the totalitarian one party, one leader state that needs to be perceived in any case. So I agree there are aspects of each other, but they can just as
1: happily be considered. But, but the cost-benefit analysis shifts when one also understands that such a state can also sponsor entities outside of itself with access to technologies. Well, I, I mean, one of the things that, I mean, one of the sort of more fundamental issues that you, you raised actually sure is, is this human homo sapiens at the stage of its evolution. I mean, for me if I ask myself this question in the dark of the night has our technological power vastly outpaced <laughs> our capacity to handle it as human beings in terms of our our, our ability to self-restraint our understanding toleration etc etc it, it seems to be quite so evident it has and, and it's a miracle in some ways that, that it hasn't led to worse oh god, what has Well. well, 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 well
2: you and I are both simians, but we can look down on some apes, I think. Some primates as inferior to all sorts, and when you see people, in the, the, the tapes of Al-Qaeda in Afghanistan testing chemical poisons on dogs and so forth, and you realize, you know, boy, here, here you you have the nightmare. A subhuman, with, with, <clears throat> with superhuman powers. Technology that was de- helped, developed by people like Robert Einstein, who restore one's faith in the species to which rule of law. And he did it in an awful paradox for humanitarian reasons so that so the real sadistic primates didn't get hold of a false. Right. So
1: but my, my, does A.Q. Khan
2: suffer from these scruples? No, no. He, he invents nothing. He does no real scientific right. work. He's a plagiarist, he's a thief, and he cannot wait to spread what Einstein was hoping or against hope to keep Mm-hmm. confined this is a huge difference yes it's all the difference it's in the world yeah. but it doesn't free us
1: from the knowledge that we're all primates right. right and as primates now we have certain as we as you say increasingly understand subject to certain patterns of behavior that will have formed over millennia <laughs> millions of years of behavior <coughs> which, which lead to an awareness of history as a constant violent struggle at some level or other. We're certainly not progressing morally at the same pace as we're progressing technologically, and which leads one to a sort of prediction of catastrophe, right? I mean, is it not a matter of time?
2: It's come back to me a lot lately. I mean, when I was a kid, I'm older than you a lot, but... When I was 15, 14, particularly objectionable, and conceited primate, uh, John Kennedy, considered that his, his own vanity, you know, uh, quarrel that he'd helped to pick with another mammal man the huge crystal over Cuba, if one things, was worth risking when the structure would have been yeah. I remember the evening when we all thought it would happen and so so intense was that memory the way it was over, I think a lot of people forgot how bad it had been. And we began to think, well maybe there were other things and maybe deterrence will hold up and maybe there were other things we should be concerned with. And there were too. but it's come back to me a lot, really. That that '60s Ooh. feeling, the of, the, feeling the, of, the imminence of mushroom.
1: and the '50s feeling too. I mean, if you, I mean, the thing that 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 the intellectuals of its, of their time are obsessed with is the bomb. I mean, not just because its it, its existence, but that it was a paradigm shift. I mean, the, the, the paradigm shift, mm-hmm. to astonishing destruction. I remember going All to the, see. Or, let's not say the bomb as a
2: sum of human achievement, but as if it was but the return to the age of biblical plagues, the idea of spreading deliberately a terrible virus.
1: Why, why, why do you think this hasn't happened? I mean, obviously it hasn't happened because they haven't got it, right? Otherwise it would have happened. I don't believe they would have it and be hoarding it. Right. Um, but the other... No, the, the fact well, is maybe that, I could
2: be wrong about that. It seemed to me that upon acquisition, it lived, it's about the same as a regime. And or Al Qaeda as a movement would use it at once or as soon as possible. In a way that, for example, oddly, I don't think the Iranian regime would. I think they would have it to hoard it and to use it as a threat. But this is a very short gap in historical time between Iran right. and use it, it, it. comes to the same thing. But what, what, there, what are some, saw, there are some lapses. It's a
1: sort of the existential fact that these people have, have, that have been sanctioned partly by their own mm-hmm. eschatology. To believe that, in fact, it is a sign of the coming apocalypse that they can act
0: yeah.
1: like the zealots acted in ancient Israel, under the understanding the world was imminent, the end of the world was imminent and therefore certain and desirable, and, and that and one's actions were therefore Don't they um- have that in common with all religions.
2: They got well, the idea from perfectly respectable holy books that are available everywhere and given
1: to. But at no previous point in human history have those kinds of people. Been able to access this kind of power, of destructive power. I mean, it, it, one, one isn't even talking yeah. about the need to construct something, you know, difficult and enduring like a state or a civilization. Is one isn't even talking about the ability to invent these things. It is to copy them or to steal them <laughs> and to deploy them in the crudest manner fashionable to to kill as many. Brief on the end, proves that death is more
2: doleful than life.
1: Yeah. Uh, well I again, the one a, thing I just again, want to come back to it is again, because is
2: a necessary religious belief, but
1: how does one how does one summon up the energy to fight this knowing it's inevitable?
2: That's an excellent <laughs> question. Well, it, in the same way as one seeks knowingly uh, to stave off or postpone a death while accepting its inevitability. In the same way as one has in some sense a conscience. Because we without these factors wouldn't have addressed to the point where you and I could be talking, and it'd be on tape. Oh, tape. See how primitive I am. But yes. it'd be recorded and transmitted. Some
1: MP3 or yeah.
2: file. We All we know is that without these qualities, we wouldn't have advanced the small distance that we have. And contend to leave it at that. But the mystery to me is that those who are impatient for it to be all over, on the illusory belief that the next world, which by their own definition will be Created by murder and torture, the transition to it will be accomplished by them. but By apocalyptic, indifferent, pitiless destruction. Will be better than the world we've got. I-, I have no idea what it's like to believe this sort of thing. I think, but I think I can recognize evil when it's tearing me in the face. And so my resolution to answer your question would be not to give an inch to it in particular, not to make any excuses for it, not to say this is a protest against real human. Deprivation or suffering. Well, on that, right, on I, I won't, that I won't not, have it said it we're, that God is a spokesman for the poor. We're not, we're, we're never, we're not
1: going to be, have the slightest scintilla of disagreement about that. You know. And I think it's partly because I actually understand, in, in some ways, I think your understanding of religion comes from a hostile point of view, mine like comes from less hostile. Sort of, but I do understand it. <laughs> I do understand its power.
0: Well,
2: I do understand
1: why it can lead people to do these things. What
2: what I understand is power, but whereas I can, in in a debate, would say any kind of Republican or any kind of leftist, I can back myself to be able, if I had to, or for money, or for a joke, or just as a demonstration, to put their case, to make their speech if I had to. I cannot imagine what it is like to actually
1: believe
2: in that. Well, in some cases I can, but in the case of the religious. Well, I cannot. I, I don't think it's a limitation. I'd want my readers to But in this
1: in this account. country, the biggest selling book is The Left Behind sewers. It's the biggest selling. So be, draw them in I'm sure that it's spread. I know. I'm trying to be unreadable. I've I've seen. I've, I can honestly see. I can honestly testify to seeing people reading it on planes in in, in airports. Which turn the pages. <laughs> It sure you're yes. holding to the right side up. This is, this is, this is, no. I mean, when you read, you read the stuff, it's written like a terrible, terrible sort of hackneyed, cribbed version of a Frederick Forsyth you know, novel. I mean, I'm mean, serious, analogy. it's a torture
2: for a literate person to read. And I don't think that by making it written by illiterates, it makes it easier for people who don't read for better, to read. I, I say it's technically unreadable. They may be holding and looking at it. They may put it back reverently on the shelf of the at home. It's not possible they read right all the way. So why, why, why would they buy Major all the way? The difficulty code is bad, but at least you want to find out what comes
1: Well, of course Don't you they want, want to it buy it. To be it. On description no, please. the left behind plot is is riveting, because you, you're you in the airplane, suddenly your best friend has disappeared. And you're once, on the top. You read beach.
2: that once. We read that once. On a plane, particularly. <laughs> well, they're on the plane, or a greyhound bus. I presume the same. No, well, what Graham. I'm saying is
1: in this country, there are let's say they yeah. haven't read that i mean i mean for the sake of all, i mean, can see they haven't read the whole bloody thing they certainly bought it that requires I to admit the that. world view that this thing represents I and mean, what this thing represents is that not only is the end of the world coming but that it, is, it is the very desired yes. thing for it to come I mean, you see these people rushing to a red heifer in israel indeed
2: you know? they're trying to grow the red heifer yes it's quite well it. now they've finally well, a pseudo or corrupt genensis who thinks he can grow one without a single white hair. Well, I hope it succeeds. I hope they get the heifer. heifer so the, that doesn't have a single uh, white hair on his pure red. And I hope they do sacrifice it and scatter it. its ashes. It's all You'll be the same as every single. Is, Chris, what is what happens? The right same there? as every single we'll, messianic enterprise it will you, end. Will end in a hideous disappointment
1: for the morons. No, no But what? No, you know what happens there. What happens there is that there is a dictatorship of the proletariat. What happens then is there has to be a vanguard of people who sure that it occurs. But Andrea,
2: I have to tell you, none of this will occur, even if all the preconditions are met. It will not happen. The temple will not. Come down from heaven, the no, 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 rapture will, no, 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 but the you will you not be a missile. The you could, you could, you could Messiah will not come and, him and him. he will not even call. This is axiomatic to me. Look, people in well, the, let, let in let the, me, the other me. form in the secular right in the 50s, in the 1960s, which we were recalling also, John Birch Society was really quite strong. It was made up of people who believed that President Eisenhower was a conscious agent of, the, of the communist conspiracy. He was a paid force of the Kremlin now. Okay, you get up in the morning and you believe that, and then you still have to go down and get the best friend. Right. You still have to pay to do the newspaper. You still have to go keep your bottles and death as It doesn't matter what we think. You can believe that if you like. That's what Khayyam says. Relatively. I think he says. And do you think that such as you, a maggot-minded, starved, fanatic crew, God gave a secret and denied it me? Well, well, what mm-hmm. matters is it? Believe that too. It doesn't matter what they think, unless they're willing to use deadly force to try and advance the process. In which well, that case is... one would well the same would be true if they were a secular movement.
0: Well, like, I know. Like I'm, just, I'm not. I'm
2: not. So we're not going to be talked to in that tone of voice. We won't negotiate at one point. Uh, if you declare war on us, you'll be sorry. Your people will be killed by a greater weight than ours. We promise it. We guarantee it. We summon people.
1: Let us say. Let us say. Let us say. Let us say. Let us say that that osama gets a suitcase or some some al-qaeda group gets a suitcase we lose a city we lose a city in the war and what who do we find where do we go who do we attack i mean that's that I mean, this, this 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 where where do we where do we who, who suffers for this i mean do you take out the entire middle east do you do what do you do
2: no that is indeed the worst the aspect of the new situation. It's, well, it's I not, it's think it's, a it's somewhat system. unlike... It's a, it's, it's it's cons- a central Which well, I say the worst. Yeah. It's, I wasn't saying it wasn't central. But thereby, for the moment, if we're talking just about technology, it's actually very unlikely, from everything I've read, that anyone or any group could manage such a thing without at least a state machine that had some background to it or was willing to be host or patron perhaps deniably. That gives one a certain leverage. But ultimately, the, one has to face the thought that a, a small brewery, perhaps even born and raised in the country, could acquire, at least the material say to poison a reservoir, will release the virus. Indeed, you can
1: download from the internet the 1918 yeah. flu virus. It's there. It, presumably, if you have a smart enough biologist some you know, somebody somewhere, yes. if this is an ideology we're talking, that is that is that is capable I mean the 7 seven bombings were not they weren't they were they, they were walking on people from Yorkshire oh, this is and this
2: is and will be as long as I live mm. however long its I do they't want it shortened by these wrist wraps but it's possible that they can do that <laughs> a continuing source of, of anxiety, because it proceeds from an anti-human ideology which in the name of God can be replicated like a plague. Anywhere in the world.
1: Now, if we are, we can talk about this to where we are, but you' let's say you're president of the United States, this this, this things is are not like, that.
2: Things will never be that
1: now. This this astonishing, amorphous, constant, changing, invisible, largely potential threat is never ending. You can. Presumably, construct surveillance systems. You can, you know, there are all sorts of things that one can maybe permanently set up. And let's face it, the the structure of self-defense, the war that we're talking about, is permanent, It seems, at least to my mind, as far as I can see, uh, endless. There is no point at which these people. Maybe there will come a point at which this
2: thing. This is not new for to me, though Andrew, because the struggle against religion is is a perpetual war. And against the toxins that was spread.
1: Well, so I, it's not to me. I thing we're listening to we. You would equate, nevertheless, you would equate the kind of struggle we're dealing with here with the struggle against something like communism as an ideology, right?
2: It's, no, it's, it's the same mindset. Right? No, I would not. The struggle against communism as an ideology was a quite separate thing in my mind and still is from the struggle against the Soviet Union as an imperialist. Yes, the same, which wasn't, in fact, able to use its agents or supporters in other factories to any such effect. And and actually, it has to be said, didn't wish to do so in such a way as to spread random terror and disease. This is is entirely different. This is is the way in which fanaticism knows no more. It's the way in which no one knew for several decades what to do about the so-called assassin movement, because it appeared to be impermeable to deterrence. Or the retribution, right? That it was terrifyingly irrational, and for that reason, well, by late 19th century. No, no, I'm talking about a period much earlier than that. In, in a about which everybody knows very much, because the, the story was somewhat legendary. But the we the as the Hashashin, so sounds sort called of, with little belief they were influenced by Mufti's, who, who were able to kill, monarchs, political rulers at will, and the. Area roughly we would now call Turkey, Persia, or Armenia, controlled by a fanatical leader, in the end were put down, but actually by a Muslim authority. But the terrifying thing about them was that they knew no fear. They believed they would go to heaven if they died. They were impoverished to deterrence, permeable to retribution, and spread fear and trembling then for the same reason these people do not. Even- there, there, was, there was nothing to bargain with. Right. In rather the same way as the terror of of Hitler and National Socialism, somewhat different, I think, from that of the threat of Stalin and Stalinism, was that, that it was, in the literal sense, unappeasable. Yeah. It it was self-destructive. It secretly
1: desired its own death and the death of others. Except we now have the ag oh. technological factor, which which multiplies exponentially the damage that can be done. We're yeah. not just talking about it. The occasional assassination—we're talking about. No, indeed. We're talking about the destruction of great cities. We're talking about what would be the collapse, or at least an astonishing decline, in the world economy. We're talking about the end of trade, as we've known it, to some extent.
2: Yes, of civilised, trusting life. Yeah. Obviously,
1: that's why I've written a book saying that faith is a but are you also saying that faith is eternal? So, I mean, you're not, you could rail I'm him into this, but it won't, I mean, it won't I mean, disappear off the face of I mean, Jefferson believed that within a hundred years or so, the kind of religious faith that he talked about, of also believed it would become a kind of episcopalianism No, Maybe no, it, no, they, no, they, no. They predicted
2: Jefferson that. Jefferson went for them, though. He said, there was, not a, there was not a boy living now, I think he said. The knife who will not die in you Amazing, though if you actually ask, absent a few centers of extreme biblical literalism in the country, what most people's belief really is, whatever church they attend or whatever faith they profess, something not unlike a very spiritual humanitarian or uh, mm-hmm. wouldn't be far from it. most secular mistaken. Jews, oh, don't you, what the, uh, the extreme, we know slow, that the form extreme form talk the, has no insistence on monotheism,
1: the, 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 the by far the strongest element in American religion yeah. at this point in time is is, is much more severe form of inerrant biblical, biblical scriptural fundamentalism. I think
2: you say Quite that in error. I think you say that in error. But it, well, and I think you register them more because they have him in their own hands. In, in their it.
1: yes. It's
2: a, it's impossible to govern the United States or even a state of the United States with this group. They'll never win even <laughs> a state. If they try it, they'll lose. It was a giant. giant There's there a giant. <laughs> There's a rather, giant. Every
1: single state. It's out. Giant. Basically civilized. They rather they they the Republican. No,
2: they don't. This is you see. This is just your gay paranoia It's not. Fun banging paranoia There's no. There's no possibility we still can run a state, let alone another. the president is one. But of what there is, the, the president, the president of, is not one any more than any of his advisors or ministers are. This is, this well, is they, the they it, say they're not. This is the way the democrats scare people into sending them money. That's what Fred I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I've been done. hearing it for 25 years. I heard that they uh, since I heard that they ran the Ronald Reagan administration, which was more near, by the way, to being true because Reagan was a bit nearer to being one of them. No, it's your assets. This is a threat inflation with diminishing returns. What there is in this country, though, is a very large centrist swamp of people who essentially believe the religion is good for you, that some faith is better than none, that religion should be charitable, should raise money for the poor, should look with kindness on the less fortunate, and so forth. Jefferson wasn't, in that sense, that wrong. But when the country is confronted with People who really are free of all doubt and all pity, such as those who attacked on civil society in September five years ago, it's Jerry Falwell and Pat Robertson who come forward once to say yes, they are God's verdict. Where they did indeed they attributed this to sodomy and divorce. Well, that should surely, allow, should surely have allowed American society to rally in secularism and say we're not having any of that talk.
1: We didn't.
2: did not there's a great opportunity to miss. I've been spending the last five years of my life well, maybe it's trying to repair maybe it's that. because you
1: have actually missed the fact
2: that the, America's yeah. experienced an uh, extraordinary religious shift in the last 50 years. You can't tell me that the uh, four world votes supporters support of the are really believe that our father was called the children of the country. They, they inclined to believe very much the contrary. They perhaps don't listen to what the leaders say. The sad thing is that's to fight, that's well, that's You know, for me the tragedy is quite other after with well, the, on the prices. it's quite other than what you mentioned. Isn't it? The sort of tragedy is certainly a disgrace and a end of defeat, and morally, politically, ethically, that the secular forces in the country have a sneaking sympathy for the jihadists and believe and say that these people represent the unheard of the false world and the grievances. Yeah, yeah. so, so it's it's much more to me a crisis of secular. Than well, it you're
1: you're obsessed with those to your left and no. i obsessed no. with those to
2: my right. Well, we, could, we might converge on that, but I, I don't think, I'm sure I'm not overstating But I must say, the forces again. to my right are false more stronger than the forces to your left in it this country. It's a very satisfying disappointment to me over at least the last quarter century, and I see no sign of uh, of producing great for see, Look what's just happened with the most recent attempt to, to teach a rubbish in the schools in respect of revolution. So-called, I refuse to call it this, intelligent design ID. I won't give it that name, but that's ridiculed Ridiculous. ridiculous. everywhere, defeated in, not just defeated, but humiliated in a very conservative rural court in Dover, Pennsylvania. They, they've had no comeback. They're still stunned from being so thoroughly dropped at the first test that they had to undergo. I, I take huge encouragement. So I'm always being told, perhaps this is the reason that I'm being so hard on you about it. I'm so fed up of being told by visiting Europeans, oh, well, yes, you may say that the Chaliban are theocrats, but, you know, what about George Bush and Christian coalition? I just... I'm so through with that comparison of that suggestion.
1: Well, it's it, it's it's, it's, no, it's not a very interesting field of inquiry to say that they are, in a sense of what they want to do to the world, in any sense... Equatable, it, 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 it nonetheless, true that a vast swath of believers in America, their faith is far more literal inerrant, dispensational literalness now than it was 50 years ago. Right. There is a different, and political, more than the, 50 the, the yes. large number, of more people, than it was large 50 number yes, a large number, number yes, a large less number. Less than it was 25 years. Old. A large number of people vote Republican because of their religious belief, not because of political.
2: I think that's the threat it was is, 20 years ago, maybe more than it was 50. but I, I, I cannot show you that it's undergone a real decline, as have its leaders, such as Robertson for in the last 25 20 years. Robertson time, and aren't... They are. They are false and took by Dobson or at the, at the, at the, this really scary. Well, these and, people are reduced and, and, to talking yeah. about family values and sexual deviance. They have no, they have no real eschatological, no real global, no real messianic vision, mm-hmm. to find. they're And they're right. grubby fundraisers and scaremongers about sex. This is the old racket. will never stop. will never stop as long as people continue to believe in Jesus Christ. Well,
1: let, let me, let me, let me. Let me. Yeah,
2: which is a way, where you could be of help, after Say that you have tried your best to do so, have found this is impossible. Well, I'd say, after you've had. Now by, there you, once, you, be once, a you got,
1: once you've got Bart Ehrman, Christopher, I don't see why you should trouble yourself with tri- trivial figures like myself.
2: Well, every little helps, old thing. And <laughs> I, if I was you, would not be one who shared the essential belief with the people who you're telling me are such a deadly threat. I wouldn't be able to do that.
1: I don't think they're a deadly threat in the sense that the Taliban or Al Qaeda is a deadly threat.
2: I'm simply. No, I wasn't accusing you of. Leaving that, I was saying well, there are those who try for this equation. They're very tiring. And there are people who could be trying to save secularism instead of betraying I'm, the struggle against
1: it. Well, secularism, is, is, until you... Sorry, know. betraying the struggle for it. Secularism does not mean not having any religious faith. It does not. In that quest, you have... You know, Complete, or it doesn't now have my complete, solid It doesn't now. Uh-huh. Originally,
2: secularism means believing in the material world and the spiritual world. But secular now means guaranteeing religious pluralism. Yes, so, let me saying the state should not and, and value pluralism. Saying okay. the state should take no interest in yes. arbitrating, arbitrating yes.
1: space. Well, actually, there was an interesting Gallup poll that has asked Americans more generally, I think, the government, the government should be, should be enforcing moral. Balance and 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 those who think it did and for very long I mean this is actually I'm running for you, for your side not mine but I think it's a it's, it's a function of a reaction to the possibility this is actually happening or <laughs> well, people have attempted it or want to attempt it and in South Dakota we'll find out if all abortion will be bad, including rape and incest in the next you know, few months when they're actually going to have to publicize on it so that's so. all but the historically uh, by at least 10 percent up to 20 percent, majorities in favor of having them. more, but, like, but has re- re- collapsed since 96, over the last 10 years, dramatically. It's now 49 49. <laughs> it's now even demis- <laughs> in America. And I think, I think and that split
2: conceals further splits too. But the beauty of the constitution is precisely to remind people that when they say, Do you think the government should legislate morality, it's not asking them, Do you think it should legislate yours? and so she thinks she should be able to do so at all. I remember, the Baptist of January, Connecticut, write to Charles Jefferson asking for protection from who? The Congregation. Right. That's what he says, the wall of separation. That's where that brilliant measure is written. They don't want Congregationists telling Baptists what to do. Well, how are they going to say, let's have a law that says Baptists can tell Congregationists what? Right. Especially if a country as plural as this. So if if I thought the government should legislate morality, I can I can immediately tell you a few things I think it should enact. Do they want me to be able to do this? And I think they would be wiser to protect themselves
1: from
2: me, yeah. uh, as I insist on protection from them, and will be protected. So long may this argument continue. Well, yeah. it will. It will. the well, Always, talk, be, always, be,
1: be, always of ex- be inconclusive. Existential question of 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 the existential threat, which nine eleven. At least focus our attention. Let's put it that way. Nothing well, did Indeed, there is all the We've got mine anyway. Uh, is it inevitable? Losing a city or two. You haven't been able to construct an argument. What we do. With
2: I think it's the only way to think about it. But if we're to talk about war at all, we have to understand it. That's what it. Would there will be casualties, and some of them will be ours. But how do we plunge One might lose an airplane. And then I would say this. Every now you and then, and perhaps a city, and certainly a ship or two, and a schoolhouse. It, it's extraordinary to me. It hasn't happened yet at Beslan in the United States, because just to attack a one-room schoolhouse in one now, oh, the way our system is so absurdly set up by Homeland Security, will be to shut down almost. Why they don't do it, I don't know. but that, they will do it, i practically, and morally certain they will.
1: But how does one respond? Now, part of what you and I have argued for is that we go, we go and take the fight to them to some extent. That we got rid of the Taliban, mm-hmm. and we attempted to remove, that no, we succeeded in removing Saddam. we have the Iraq War. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, there's there's a, there's a subsequent pragmatic, practical argument about how then, therefore, one implements this fight against what is, you and I both concede, a completely amorphous and invisible enemy to some extent, which requires. You think some state actor to really recognize it sufficiently? Well, I would rather think that it should make everyone
2: ask, not, what, what's the president doing? Or, or, which they really must ask themselves, like, what would I do if I was president? Which is a luxury people used to be able to d- deny themselves. I leave it, I vote for not see it. Right. I don't have to be asked for another four years, and you know, it's up to him. Great thing, difference made to me by now, was that I had finally to think as if I was, Yeah, and what is it? Actually, a policeman isn't easy for me to think. Or a soldier, or a bureaucrat. I had to think as if I was one of them and was on their side. What would I really be doing now? How would I hope to be judged? What mistakes should I make and what? That's, first, what has to become a citizen to accept responsibility. And that means you might have to be a soldier in your own time. And thus, we should abolish the distinction between over here and over there. I listen to these accounts of should we withdraw from Iraq, I pay no attention. There's an impossibility of withdrawing from anywhere in the world while as far as they You could you could physically not be present in one part of the Middle East if you didn't want to be there, if you think that's withdrawal, you're nuts. You haven't learned the first lesson. The war broke out on our territory and we'll continue here I right? and and we're on the territory of Western Europe. Two it's like a stupid version of the Berkeley dilemma, what if the tree falls in the forest and there's no one to listen to? Well it's as if if we weren't in iraq we wouldn't have to hear all this noise it's what, what, it's people, it's what pure oh, it Sure, they happen to lower, sure but what people will also argue
1: thing? is that is that is fun I, I agree but, i mean i'm not going to disagree on that at the same time one feels that we was also is being the resources being devoted to this successful venture is that the means are not what sufficient to the ends At this point i mean the what occurring is occurring in iraq in one's worst fears is, is in fact the fusion, fusion of jihadist and Sunni elements. Mm-hmm. The possibility Both of Iranian. Both of, them.
2: Both of, them. Of, of Iranian. I mean, most of the jihadis actually have been Sunni. It's uh, the fusion of the jihadists with the Ba'athists that's impressive in Iran. But uh, but I thought we knew that beforehand.
1: We did know that it's intensified much more it is it is they actually getting operational practice. We have a big influx of jihadists into Iraq. We have we want some special forces also. We're also learning on the very Yes, things. but they're, they're utterly insufficient to the cause. I mean, there aren't enough of them. They don't know the terrain well enough. And we have a failed state, so far as we can tell. We can see no, I see no evidence. Well, Viable national government We've had a failed
2: and rogue state before that. Day. Right. Now we just have a failed This is not
1: at all to minimize the difficulties.
2: I'd rather maximize them. I think, I think the situation is much worse than we say. I've been the possibility of the end of Iraq as a state, which is part of the hidden desire of can jihadists, must be counted as real, which would be an enormous defeat for all our efforts. And, it looks and it's more, more likely, likely now not, than not, isn't it? But even if we created a functioning federal democracy there we, we know in advance we should now. This this Fairly. will intensify. It is this yes. would intensify. And it will the be constantly under attack. Without
1: why? go would a Why? As would a Palestinian state if we could create one. Yes. It, well, any any such Arab Muslim state that does not acknowledge the, the shape the, of, yes, Taliphate. Will, will be force. under sea. Yeah, that's the beginning of wisdom, so it was to know
2: exactly what we're up against. So well, the, I, I'm not disagreeing with I, I didn't that. say you would, right. You asked me that. Yes. Well, I would do. I'd say, well, I'm not a special forces person. I mean, there are good reasons why I'm not, and sufficient reasons too. I'm the online policeman or customs office, or any of the other frontline positions, but as a citizen, I can, I can say only this one, we should first understand completely what we're off about, which involves principally repudiating the idea that well, there's any excuse for this in the maldistribution of wealth in the world or right depurity. that that
1: that, 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 that argument very, in my head is over. I Maybe, mean, yeah, but
2: it's a job I have to do. You, we both have to do every day, I guess. It's, I it's just... not an argument that's been won. I think it's very important first. We well, can't have a society that is defeatist, because that, that makes
1: victory impossible. It may, may even make resistance impossible. I do not believe that this society, and I think we saw after 9-11, is defeatist. I think confronted with the possibility of its enemies, this society united quite dramatically and encouragingly behind its own way of life. But rather
2: automatically, I think. The, the concept of over here and over there, and the discussion of whether to withdraw or not, for example, is all predicated on complete illusion. Which is that withdrawal is even possible. Well, which is that a soldier in Iraq is in more danger than a civilian in, in Des Moines. Island. It's quite untrue. I mean, I'd been several times to Iraq and once to Afghanistan, mm-hmm. to Pakistan, Borla and so on, And at all times there was safer than my was sitting at the table where sitting at my and my daughter in Washington. At all times, much safer. I had a chance to do something about it. If I was a child. I was with people who would have known how to help me do so as well.
1: just so has to wait so and why see if still, someone... Just to wait well, and see if someone
2: puts anthrax
1: in... Yeah, but, so, so, but, 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 but they haven't. Empirically speaking, the odds of your being merged over there are far higher over here by the people we're talking about. That's where the war is being Actually, joined. Not, yeah. my, my point is to be this, Where how are we... Are we actually making progress here? Or are we actually getting in? Are we losing? I think Does it's the, the moment early? we're losing. It would be my doubt.
2: But the ground we lost in, Italy in Iraq, may be impossible to make up. And in the long view, may many have made uh, the learning from the era are too costly and too late. And we may be looking at the death of the state, not just the implosion of one. Critical conditions that will have implications almost too horrible for us to. Be. Well, I know, and that's what, what I'll regard that contemplating that on a daily basis. I, I don't want to make the use of pessimism, but it's tempting to make. But I do know why, if that does turn out to be the case, it will be, because we postponed the confrontation, so it was almost too late, we we wasted upwards of ten years keeping Iraq in a condition where it was collapsing, it would do a divide in rule, ethically... Tense, but, but Christopher, these, these are interesting, crisis. but
1: they're, they're where we are, where we are, at yes. this point.
2: Well, but you yeah. know that you know that everyone... You know what's at stake with these arguments we've recently been having in Congress, and when people an inquest into as it were, what went wrong, who blundered what happened, almost like who lost Iraq, something of the sort. Well, I don't object to that, idea at all, but I, one thing I can... Tr- and try and bring to this argument, have been tracking it, is some sense of history, the missing dimension, and a lot of arguments altogether. Well, our engagement with Iran has been a very long one already. starts at least in 68, probably earlier. It goes through Jimmy Carter's appalling the mission to Saddam to invade Iran in 79. It goes through it bungles the bungles that led up to the Kuwait War, the crimes that allowed. As to arms the same when he was conducting genocide after hostilities with the Innumerable, and what well, But I think most recently, the sanctions plus Saddam regime had beggared and shattered and demoralised the society for the world rewarding government. We can't walk away from a like that. People, the people who are talking about withdrawals, if it were possible, are all talking if our history with the Raabans in 2000. I- so we- we somehow picked a fight with a, with an innocent man who who on hearing the terms weapons of mass destruction or terrorism would have been honestly able to say I don't know what you're talking about. That's what people now believe, which is nonsense. That is nonsense. However, the frame up of Saddam Hussein by Karl Rove is how a huge number of our fellow Americans
1: now think. Who's one would imagine that a president armed with the Facts at his disposal, on the history that you outlined, would have been able to persuade them otherwise by now, but obviously not. Yes. Well, and now you're missing. To... Very, miss- very missing.
2: Elmer. Touch a this. subject so painful that I must void my bladder <laughs> and, and recharge my bumper because because I must speak eloquently about this. if okay. I so All right. It's too. We'll pause. It's time. too painful and too complex. And inarticulacy of oh, President now internationally and locally celebrated. celebrate <coughs> <Does, laughs> Just, we start doing that again?
1: No, you can go on. No, it's all being recorded. Cool. Does,
2: does not derive from his slightly excruciating and provincial personality, I mean, important though that may be. I think it derives from his original political ambition as candidate for the office, which was to run a relatively small government, light rain, low-tax, relatively isolationist America. If you remember, he and yeah, Mr. I, Cheney ran on the program of lifting sanctions on Iraq opposing, and Libya, opposing humanitarian-type interventions, the use of American force for what might as well as ethical purposes overseas. And I had, I had no reason to doubt that they were sincere about this. The conversion to the opposite, or anyway, very strongly contrasting view is the product of experience, but I think the, the original reluctance still shows in, in a way that the, the heart of the Republican Party is not in this. Well, when and, you look at someone like Cheney or Russell, not equipped for such a, a case. When
1: Cheney or Russell not, I mean you can see the thought of actually sending that many troops to a foreign country to actually build a nation is so violates their DNA yeah. that... So it
2: shows. That's the, I think that's the main reason. I could give you tons of examples of how they messed up the case and also the execution.
1: And then you can understand why the Democrats, who actually would be naturally, one would think, the party that could, I mean, leaving aside the fact that they can't, but theoretically speaking, a a, a party that is that has less problem with government, (laughs) has an instrument of power, that has historically run wars, <laughs> and been more eager to run them than most Republicans. Actually, historically,
2: Democrat wars. As uh, look, I write sometimes for the Weekly Standard, and I read it regularly. And as I, perhaps you do, and I think in the run-up to the intervention in 2003, they the editors of the Weekly Standard reprinted Bill Clinton's speech about Saddam Hussein from 98, when he was made at the defense fund, not less than twice, maybe three times, because they regarded it as the The classical statement, the best argued and most exhaustive case for incompatibility between ourselves and Saddam Hussein, impossibility of coexistence with him, that had ever been made, and it certainly excels in its reach and its extent. Now, there were Democrats. Anything that President Bush has ever said, and equally uh, fine speeches on the same theme were made by Vice President Gore. I, I do think President Bush's statement to the UN in September 2002 was very good as laying out the case, but it builds upon a thoroughgoing continuity with with the two previous administrations of Clinton and Gore and with the unfinished business of his father, which was overstated, and with the sense and resolutions of Congress in the House. Where yeah. The idea that he was someone who was looking for a fight with Saddam Hussein and determined no. to pick one and fake evidence for it no, was not. a sign of, a, those who believe this are
1: people-minded and have no sense of history? Well, I, I'm not going to, I, we're in agreement on that. The question is whether he ended up having the capacity to execute the task, or whether, or why the opposition party, the alternative, does not have the capacity. It'd be interesting to think what Gore might have done had he been elected president. All, all
2: to read the statements also of Mrs. Clinton, at least it's aware recently on the floor of the House, about her absolute conviction from experience that Saddam Hussein had an Al-Qaeda connection, and that he should, certainly should be presumed guilty on in the matter of WMD. Because remember, this is an ontological question, really. Everybody knew that Saddam Hussein had had, and had used, and did desire to regain weapons of mass destruction. The, the question of whether he was in possession of stockpiles at any given moment is, in that sense, beside the point the question is, how should he be treated? As if he does, or as if he does not? What's, what responsible president could come out to the, to the people, the country, and well-represented and say, I've decided to give him the benefit of the doubt?
1: Well, I, I, let's not... Couldn't mean, be done. This is an argument that you and I need not have. No, I just wanted you... I to understand... Have, have you you
2: asked me, so I wanted it to be phrased as... clearly as I could make.
1: Yeah. Well, you, you have. Maybe we're, we're not debating. Where, where you. Now.
2: you were asking me, we're not contesting. Well, we're now? Well, we live with the consequences of... Various failures. One of them was the president did, in fact, decide that he would rather scare people than educate them on the need for regime change, on the need to move Iraq into a post Saddam era. Yeah. That's not all his fault. The, the take up of his offer to do this before the world body was very slight. In fact, yeah. many supposedly responsible states, yeah. mainly European democratic ones, but also Russia and, and China, quite simply pretended not to know all he was talking yeah. about and, or worse, were governed by pre-existing, rather well, sickly, if not disgusting relations with the Saddam Hussein. Right. I, 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 I reserve my main criticism now, for that.
1: But now guess. we're there, we're fighting, it seems, in quick, every moment of hope that I get that Maliki might be getting this act together it seems to be undermined by the complete infiltration of the Iraqi forces by sectarian militias.
2: I And of Iraq by Iraq.
1: And, 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 and of Iran, absolutely. Which, and by the, if, the way,
2: happens to remind us of an unexplainable reckoning we do have with the rulers, which the president was probably right to identify early on, and has been also coming for several administrations. That there, there is, I think, radical incompatibility between ourselves and the Iranian people, and right. between them and international law and international law. Yes. This is not the fault of the president entirely. Um, no. But, but this is a is a reminder of it. The so biggest what, disappointment. What would to you act? if I was worried? to identify my biggest disappointment of the regime change program? It would be that I was sure that the the knock on effect of removing Saddam Hussein would be positive in general, as it has proved to be in the case of Libya's disarmament, the emancipation of Lebanon from, Barfist Syrian hegemony, and the igniting of a debate about democracy in Egypt. Very very positive, but. My personal hope was that that it would lead to an intensification of the split between the um, Khomeini Shia and the anti-Khomeini Shia in Mm. Iran. And it may possibly be, in the long run, that this will prove to be so, but for the moment, the advantage has been seized by the Khomeiniites. And that is a consequence, I wouldn't say not foreseen, but not anticipated by me, in that, that I...
1: The God was was a grievous letdown. Should we? Do we have? Do we need to increase the size of the army? Mm-hmm. Do we need to send more troops? Do we need into Iraq? Is 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 is, the, is our presence there making it worse, not better? At this point, I mean, what would victory look like to you mm-hmm. in that? I mean, what, what 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 would victory be in Iraq? I mean, that's a, I mean, it's a it's a question that one has to ask. Well, Victory, I think, I could define. Victory, okay. victory would be. Because we know these jihadists aren't going to go
2: away. No, victory would be a federal democratic Iraq, where differences were settled in Parliament by the elected representatives, right. strong enough to pass a resolution thanking the United States and asking the to depart. That would be victory. And that isn't going to happen. That would actually be victory several times defined. Yes, but it's not going to happen. No, it's unlikely that will happen. As in the current current phrase is starting to irritate me. anytime soon, you know, some people <laughs> have to keep saying that. Uh, but we're nearer. But we're bottom a lot line. Christopher. Bottom line. It's, it's <laughs> Sorry. no, but precisely these robotic phrases. Well, no, but we're a lot nearer than we were when Iraq was the private property of a psychopathic crime family and was imploding, and. It actually, encouraging sectarian differences among the population, bringing, bringing them about, using appalling force and cynicism in order to maim and wreck its society and beggaring it and sending it into a tailspin. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I have no regret at all about stopping that process before it would cut so your, travel. So, your
1: proposal currently is to maintain the current attempt indefinitely until mm-hmm. we achieve that moment in Iraq. Because there can
2: be no... There's something that... As to the, whether we increase the problem by, by being there, I don't think that it's true in the sense that some people maintain. In other words, uh, but Zakawi and his people are only there because we've made them angry. Or I,
1: I, I take or that point. Yeah. That. However, nevertheless, but, you're living in a country where other foreign troops exist and, and that they can, they can deploy in leverage time with the population. But I think, I think it's the two... Look,
2: I hope the situation is not so bad that my advice would be... Required tactically or strategically, but there are two things that I think are very necessary. One is, was well known before we entered the country, which is that we, we have to acquire the skill because we may need it elsewhere to operate in a, an Islamic society without outraging or disturbing its people, or, or it's also not by doing so by accident, unintentionally. So it's, it's called the it heart see, smell. It there, there, I was I've been surprised and actually outrage by right, the number of times that this This simple point that was taught to our soldiers in advance which is which can be understood in a lesson of 15 minutes uh, though it may take longer to teach them what the actual norms and precepts are As how often that's been violated. that's been very Very alarming and disgusting to me The, and the second is between
1: the U.S. troops and Iraqis has yes, not been a possible
2: experience. Earlier on I was impressed very much with Things I saw when, for example, when main forces were advancing up through Najaf and Kabila, the Shiite holy cities in the south, where I've been since as well as before, they were fired on from behind very important mosques that are of extreme sanctity to the Shia of the entire world. They were fired on by Saddam's Felahin. in the in the hope and I think the expectation that they would fire back and damage the religious buildings, and none of them did. They they, they understood the order not to do They said, You you have to stand there and take fire and not return it, for cultural or political reasons. That's a lot to ask words of us, It is, and it's also but they a lot did, to they, them
1: to deal with They the also they understood this, and so, for this reason, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, absolutely. That right. the that of conflict, Christopher, in which you're invading and you can make these decisions, is easy. The long-term guerrilla warfare in urban settings is incredibly grueling, yeah. and...
2: But that's and, my second point, that yeah. you must get better at... Doing that, that bit, and also at being and not just more culturally sensitive is one thing, but more ruthless. Too. To learn to distinguish in order to be more lethal. I mean, I've been misunderstood for saying this before, but I must have to take the risk of saying it again. In Iraq, there are several thousands, maybe tens of thousands now. And as a result of the engagement in Iraq, of well, young American officers, male and female, and non-commissioned officers and rather ranks who have learned a lot from the experience of fighting in the most difficult imaginable terrain, a failed and rogue, a panicky and degraded and paranoid state and society. It, it'll never be as bad, the trade will never be as bad as this ever And though many of them have behaved badly and wrongly in doing this, it, we've trained up an invaluable force. There's no other way of acquiring this kind of
1: experience, and no one's going to be able to tell me that that experience isn't. And we're going to be. Do you think that we're going to be fighting, in that part of the world, a war of attrition against this force? Well, with any luck, for, for the rest of our lives. With any luck, with any luck, it won't be a war of attrition, but we will
2: need to have a lot of teams of people uh, trained in different ways for different skills and different objectives, and different tactics, who are capable, in the case, for example, of an implosion, which could happen any minute of the Ba'athist regime in In, Syria, Syria. or of a crisis in Iran, or in
1: Nigeria, where the Al-Qaeda forces are also hoping to work on... But there's no way, given our current force structure and numbers, this can be done. I mean, we're going to have to expand the military and and our military expenditure. And
2: also, for now, I'd rather make better use of the forces that we actually have, and one should add also Afghanistan, where I think the lessons were better learned and better implemented up to now. But there's no alternative, but to have operating under the United States, and British, and other command, but principally American, British forces that are battle-hardened, one, and that understand that they're dealing with a civil war among Muslims and that we have to make sure that the wrong side does not win the civil war. And, and that's yet, a fairly, actually, once understood, that's a fairly simple political message. It's very hard to implement, but it's... Well, in Iraq, easier.
1: in Iraq, Christopher, I mean, if the Shia... If we unleash the Shia completely upon the Sunnis, <laughs> well, which we which we honourably declined to do. Yes, but if that were to happen, or if we were to withdraw, and that would well, that it, would be to our last disgrace. I'm. I'm but let me just spin out the scenario. Sorry, it, se- it seems that Iran would essentially co-opt a large amount of Iraq, and that that, that, that at some point the Sunnis would lose. So, I mean, just numerically, and they they don't they don't, they can't win. No, it's, it's alarming to an extent. To and then that might
2: draw Realise that they were sufficiently irrational not to notice that. But this is what was going to happen in Iraq. If it I, I understand. The Turks and the Iranians and the Saudi Arabians would all have intervened in the imploding... Yes. ...Saddam society. And, and all then, of them would have intervened on the side of the most
1: extreme. So now... now we, we have... The United States, the, the United probably, States yeah. is in the middle of this failing state. This, this yeah, but imploding it's fact, state. It's effective To prevent... Essentially what we're doing is prevent it metastasizing throughout the region. The 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 broad question, and you know, actually we will at some point end this, but is is the American public, the British public, or the let alone the European public, prepared to sacrifice their young men and women indefinitely in a war that they think at this point was a mistake and or worse. Or worse, uh, a fraud. <laughs> And this is sincerely believed by a large number of Americans. The sheer management of public opinion in America, given the gravity of what was done to us on 9-11, to have gone to a point only four years later, when, when... Nearly five. Nearly five years later, when the country is divided in the most astonishingly profound way, and the bitterness could barely be any greater, in which people have been accused... Of, oh, I could make it greater, but I hope
2: it does get greater. I want the division to, to increase. And the, the argument will become more frank and more and more strong, which I think it will. In terms of the withdrawal I think, of the, withdraw the, I think you will notice that even when the even when the, the best of the democratic skeptics are talking, we're, we're, they are they are not governed as they think they are by the, a fear of a public opinion backlash or an imputing of their patriotism or the slightly self fitting things they sometimes say. They're governed above all by knowledge of the enemy, as I think is American opinion. If we were fighting to be a colon in we'd be out by now. Good thing, too. We're fighting people worse than the knowledge. And this fact alone, I think, imposes itself. It's the reason why, when you think about it, an astonishingly large number of people support the war, even though the president has given them very little reason to do so. Right. If not, some reason not to. They know in their water, they know in their intestinal nature that we're looking straight into the gun barrel of the enemy in Iraq, and that it's too important a country to give up to the common enemies of humanity and civilization. It, that can't be spun, Even it cannot if, be spun, it isn't the pronoun spin, either. it's what people know without well, being when, told. Well, When
1: Hillary is in front of a Democratic audience getting booed for saying, Century. essentially that, <laughs> I mean, in the, in the most milquetoast manner yeah. ma- imaginable. But nevertheless, the reason why she's saying, I don't know door, is precisely because of the matrix that you described right. in her back of her head. Sure. She understands the consequences. Of it's the way as other head. people think
2: it, either. It's not that it's governed by opinion words. It's because, in some sense, she has to know it, doesn't it? Now, you know, this doesn't have to be taught by propaganda or by some Republican attack machine. She- it's something people know where they're not being taught. That's, that's the kind of gut. Support that people underestimate and that, though they sometimes insult, you know, they they think it's indoctrination or product of fear mongering. So no, it's not. It's if people's recognition that they know an enemy when they see one, and it's this that I think has provided a margin of support for the president that he's done nothing to earn. But that's shows that people are not, in fact, just the prisoners of gusts of opinion. They are. They are. They are. are are
1: There is something underlying that. There is is the existential threat they (laughs) grasp.